Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. We live in divided times. Is that the understatement of the day or what? I'm not just talking about politically. It used to be that way. But it seems we keep finding new and bigger ways to get more and more divided. Think about it for a second. Which side are you on when it comes to the economy, racism, immigration, climate control, taxes and the 1%, gender equality, and the list just goes on and on. It's a lot more than just liberal versus Democrat. How did we get this way? That's a really good question, and it demands more attention than we're going to be able to spend on this episode of Newsgram. But I'll tell you what, let's take a trip to a time when our country was its most divided, the 1860s. And let's visit a city uniquely positioned on the far west end of the Mason-Dixon line. Well, the unique thing about St. Louis during the Civil War is that people on both sides lived side by side. They shopped in the same shops, they lived on the same streets, the same neighborhoods. They attended the same churches, belonged to the same organizations and clubs and so forth. And yet they were sending their sons out to kill the other sons on the battlefield. You know, you don't usually think of that happening in quite that close a proximity. So these people had to learn how to hold deep passions, which they did, uh, both pro-Union, pro-Confederacy, but not have it uh, blow up in the city of St. Louis. And the fighting largely did not take place in the city of St. Louis. It happened all around it, but not in it. That is Reverend Stephen D. Jones of the First Baptist Church of Kansas City, Missouri. It's just about three and a half hours drive from St. Louis. He recently wrote a book about another man of the cloth, the Reverend Galusha Anderson, pastor of the Second Baptist Church of St. Louis. I had never really had heard of him before I went to St. Louis. He was once called to work at that very same church, and while he was there, he was doing some research down in their little archival library they had set up there, and he ran across a book called A Border City During the Civil War by Galusha Anderson, and it inspired him to write his own book, which is called Galusha, Crisis and Courage in a Civil War Pastor. And one of the things I found most interesting about all of this was learning about some of the challenges that pastors face when dealing with a divided congregation. To bring it closer to home for you, let me ask you a question. Have you ever faced a serious moral dilemma and realized that there is both a costly way through it and an easy way out? Which one do you choose? I think many people have kind of a crucible moment in their lives where you get tested and pushed to the limit and your true metal comes out. And I think that's what happened during these it really only six years that he served in St. Louis, but they were crucible years for Galusha for several reasons, personal as well as pastoral. I was so taken by what happened to him, what happened to his family, that I read the book several times and I began to realize that underneath that uh, history that he was trying to write was his own personal story. And it just kept coming out. And I don't think he intended it. I think if somebody had told him you're writing a lot about yourself, he might have edited it out. Thank goodness he didn't. And uh, what I did was picked up all those little personal vignettes and put them together and uh, found that it, it told a very striking story. And I thought one that deserved to be told. Galusha Anderson became the first pastor in St. Louis to take a stand against slavery and for the Union. Not an easy stand to take. There was one Sunday night when he finally decided as the first pastor in St. Louis to speak out against slavery and against the secession uh, of the southern states, against the Confederacy. 
and uh, it it did what everybody feared that it would, which was that the his church was one of the larger churches in town, and it was not quite evenly divided, but there was an awful lot of Confederate supporters in his congregation, and the next Sunday morning they were all gone. You were thinking the Confederates were going to burn the church down, weren't you? I know, so was I. Galusha wasn't the only pastor dealing with this moral dilemma, but the difference was he spoke out about it. The others just kept quiet, which makes Galusha Anderson a leader. And it wasn't as if he didn't have other things on his mind. He and his wife moved to St. Louis with one infant son who died after they arrived. They had another son who lived for a while and died. And then they had a third son and that son and the wife died in that period. So he came to St. Louis with a family and within about 18 months, he was, uh, he lost three infant boys and a wife. And um, you can imagine how challenging a moment that would be for anybody. It would have been easy to avoid taking a stand that would divide the congregation, especially when it was one of the first things he did after coming to town. But the easy way is not always the best way. I mean, he had already paid such a high price with the loss of his family. Why bring additional hardship on yourself? I can't criticize him for it. I I actually find him to be something of a hero of faith because sometimes, you know, sometimes you just have to do it. And, um, if it costs you, it costs you. If it costs your church, it costs your church. Uh, I think sometimes you have to say it's worth it. Certainly, if, if you could time these things out and say, well, I, I can't really address this right now because it's so divisive, but if I had uh, another couple of years, I will address it. Uh, it. It's probably an easier thing on the congregation, but in point of fact, uh, he didn't feel like he had that kind of time, and it changed Second Baptist Church from that point on. It was uh, a different kind of congregation from the 1860s on because of his courageous stand. As soon as Galusha spoke out, it opened up a floodgate of other pastors who also found the courage to speak out. Sometimes it's just that easy to make change happen. There does come a time when one voice can make a huge difference, and I think his voice made a huge difference in St. Louis, uh, encouraging, particularly in encouraging other pastors to take the same stand. It seems easy today to say slavery is wrong and that Abraham Lincoln was a great president, but hop in your time machine, go back to the 1860s, and you'll probably find it wasn't that easy. He was on kill lists. They went into a Confederate stronghold in St. Louis, uh, the Union did, and they took all the books out of it, and they had a list of people who were going to be arrested and lists of people who were going to be killed the minute they found them. Galusha was the number one person on the list of people to be strung up and hung uh, as soon as they got their hands on it. Reverend Stephen Jones has given us a chance to walk in the shoes of a very brave man. Galusha Anderson was a man of strong moral convictions, a leader who took a stand, divided his congregation, suffered terrible personal losses, and came through it all on the right side of history as a strong voice for justice and a great example for modern clergymen to follow. Galusha, Crisis and Courage in a Civil War Pastor by Stephen D. Jones. It's available now at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and many other places. And there are links in the show's description for you. And that will do it for this edition of Newsgram from WebTalkRadio.com. 